When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Swampy guitar riffs and electrifying fiddle add to the signature sound of Diamonds and Whiskey. Some liken this group to a country version of the 80s rock band Heart. Lead singer Jennifer Lauren is my guest as we talk about the band, their sound, and their new music on this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hi Jenny, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. How are you doing? I am good. Thanks for uh, joining us today. I'm glad to get a chance to speak to you. Talk about your music and everything that's going on with you guys. So you are in Carolina, right? Yes. Yes, I'm a Carolina girl, and our band is based in the Carolinas. So born and raised here. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So you've been a Carolina girl your whole life. Have you stayed there the whole time? Yes, I have. I mean, I've traveled all over, but um, yeah, this is home. I don't think I'll ever leave. (laughs) (laughs) I love it that much. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we love it too. Uh, Being in Virginia, we're not far away, and we get to travel into Carolina a lot. And uh, uh, we we love the the music and the culture and the mountains. And so, yeah, you're you're very blessed to be living where you live. Thank you. I appreciate it. I think so too. So you have been... um, in music or around music for the better part of your whole life. Is that right? Yeah. I started playing piano when I was uh, four years old, just as soon as I could reach the keys pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I never had lessons, but taught myself to play and yeah, played by ear for a long time. And then taught myself to read music once I started playing for choirs in middle school and high school. And then I, um, took vocal lessons for a long time, practicing opera, um, and competed, you know, in high school all over North Carolina, which you, if you know much about North Carolina, there's a, a lot of competition there when it comes to um, choirs and singers right. and that sort of thing. So great, great opportunity there. Uh, a lot of great singers come out of North Carolina. So, um, so I was very much in that scene um, at a young age. So that's really where my, my musical background stems from. But, yes, I've always been playing, and it's always been, I guess, in my blood. You could say my dad's a, a phenomenal singer and a phenomenal musician okay. in general. Was he in bands as well? No, he wasn't. Um, he just played. Um, you know, he played guitar, banjo, and piano. Uh, he actually lost his right arm um, the year before I was born. Oh, no. So I never got to hear him play any stringed instruments. But okay. he still played piano with his left hand. Yeah. And, um, but I think that's 
pretty much where I picked it up. And sure. uh, he's just an amazing singer. His brain's crazy. So, so, yeah, I definitely think I get that from him. You mentioned you, you were classically trained to sing opera. That's kind of the other end of the spectrum of country country rock music where where you've landed how how did you how did you get from there to where you are <laughs> yeah it's it's different I, this was not my plan that's for sure um <laughs> you know i grew up with no radio and no tv really um okay. but yeah so i didn't really listen to secular music until i got to college you know around 18 years old or so and so i grew up with hymns and gospel and um and then you know, the show tunes and things like that I could listen to. So, so I really enjoyed Broadway and, um, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Um, and then that's what I wanted to do when I got older. And then circumstances just changed and ended up going into a totally different field. Um, but, yeah, I don't really – people ask me this all the time. They're like, oh, that's the 180. But it really didn't happen until – probably three to five years ago. And I really? just, okay. you know, decided I wanted to start start playing out with uh, with a friend of mine just doing, you know, some cover gigs. I never really planned to even do all this. Um, just a therapy to get out and sing. And yeah. then uh, three years ago, I ended up meeting a guy named Von Berry, um, who became the first guitarist in Diamonds and Whiskey. And he really shaped that for me. Um, he is a rocker through and through. And I realized that I could use my big pipe, you know, to sing rock and roll in yeah. country. Um, <laughs> so that, then people started looking at it more like a country heart, you know, um, which really thrills me when people say that because it's a really big vocal and, um, you know, it's quite different than what a, a lot of country females are out there doing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely changed changed my tune today. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Way to put it. Um, but I, I'm glad I was trained to sing that way. I think it definitely helps with pitch. And um, the thing I had the hardest time with was not enunciating my words so well. Oh, um, yeah. When I sure. first started trying to sing country, you know, my family kind of laughed at me. They were like, um, you're singing every syllable and <laughs> everything's perfect. Every, everything is yeah. enunciated. Yeah. yeah. I had to fight and go back to your, uh, to your country roots and uh, th- that mm-hmm. that country way of of communicating verbally. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny when I get around my family, my accent comes back out. Of where when I was in high school and college, I fought it so hard trying to speak eloquently. Um, and now, you know, because I grew up in the country. I mean, on thirty acres, and like, you know, I was under my dad's feet in the garage. We got up at four thirty every morning. Like, I work. You know, so I'm a true country girl. I just yeah wanted so badly to to speak. You know eloquently and 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 be this great you know show tune singer if you will and then um now i'm right back to where i started started. (laughs) did did you get to pursue that uh professionally was that part of what you did for a while well yeah so i um in high school i actually started singing with a college choir um because i was too advanced at the time for the high school choirs that we had um, and so I traveled. We went to London and Paris and different oh, cool. places. And I got to sing in some different, really cool settings with college kids at a young age. Um, and then I thought I would go on to major in music, you know, and um, I was offered scholarships to different schools to do that. But I was also offered scholarships for, you know, other things like math. I was really good at math. And mm-hmm. um, I had to make some tough decisions at that time. And again, playing in a band was not my ultimate goal at that point in my life. Hmm. Um so I chose, you know, to 
go to civil engineering instead. <laughs> um, and I, I thought, well, you know, I'll make money doing this and blah, 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 you know. Um, so that that's really where I decided to change my mind around that age and stay close to home and, and help my mom out and that sort of thing. So it really took me years to get into what I really wanted to do. And I'm glad I did that because looking back, being an opera singer or, you know, being on Broadway or anything like that, honestly, I don't think I would have been that happy doing it. <laughs> so, mm, you know, you think yeah. you want something, but, but you realize later, no, that's not really my path. However, playing on festival stages and singing my own music, that's definitely my passion. Yeah. I, I think the saying is you can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very true. Um, very true. I don't think I wore makeup so I was probably, you know, 25 or so. <laughs> so I, I was just so, you know, so different. Uh, you know, just a tomboy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, and you didn't start writing songs, if I remember reading the notes correctly, until like 2014. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah, it was about um, just about six years ago. I um, I didn't know I could write. I'd never really tried. And, really? That's um, cool. No, and I've had such a crazy life. We can't go into all that, but it's been um, it's been pretty insane. Um, and I wrote "Wish You Down," it's the first song I ever wrote. And at the time, I was dating a guy that loved to go out and party, and I was just crying my eyes out because he loved drinking more than he loved me. And, and so Whiskey Down came out, and I thought, uh-huh. well, gosh. So I played it for a friend, and they were like, oh, that's a really good song. And next thing you know, I was just putting pen to paper and writing down everything I thought, and then this whole, this whole album came out. So it, um, it worked in my favor. I, I just didn't think, you know, I'm the type of person that's like, oh, that's good, but you don't know how good it is. I need to to let people actually hear it and be like, okay, yeah. I'm not crazy. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I trust me, I hear people put songs out, and I appreciate that they're putting music out, but I hear it, and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, so, that's interesting. So, um, yeah, so I, um, yeah, like I said, I met Bombiri three years ago, and I brought these songs in, and he wrote these amazing guitar riffs for them, and then we put this album out, and... I don't know, here we are, or here I am three years later, it's not with me anymore, but um, now we're, you know, opening for really big acts and our music is playing all over the world, so I I can't complain, it just kind of, I don't want to say it just happened because it's taken a lot of work, yeah, but sure. I do feel incredibly blessed that it, uh, it is happening, and, um, you know, we're so lucky. Were you able to um, get yourself to the place where you were, um, this was full-time? So this summer, yes. So we were, this was supposed to be that summer. Um, we had major gigs booked um, where we were making substantial money to where finally that was going to happen. And yeah. then, you know, the COVID hit. And it, um, unfortunately, we lost a, a lot, um, a whole lot from this. So it's been disheartening a little bit. But everybody's rebooked for next summer. So I think next year's probably going to be that year as where this year was supposed to be that Um you know, we, we landed a great booking agent last year from Nashville, and um, she took us all around the country, and we showcased last winter, and we were able to land, you know, the big state fairs and the um, big country music festivals, that sort of thing. So it really, really worked out for us um, to where this was supposed to be a big year. But, you know, the coronavirus happens to everybody, not just us, but we're just, you know, taking our licks like everybody else. Right. Yeah, it's and, really been devastating to the whole music industry, and I... Um... You know, we're we're all caught up in it in one way or the other. It's 
it's very frustrating, I'm sure, especially for you guys as artists, when uh, the thing that you do is get on stage and do your music, and you can't get to do that right now. So I, I feel for you guys. Yeah, it's really hard. I was talking to a friend the other day, and I, I've just been so down, and I'm like, what is wrong with me? But it's truly that I just haven't been doing what I love. Yeah. Like, I, you know, we don't, I don't do this because I'm just dying to make a ton of money. If that was the case, I'd do something else. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but I genuinely, like, love it. There's no other place in the world that I, that I love more than the state. Like, there's just not. And so, mm. and, and uh, you know, if you're, I would say most musicians that do this, feel that way that's why we live right. and breathe it. Right. Mean, there's yeah. something about it that's, it's a high if you will that you can't get to me anywhere else and so to not be out there doing that when this summer was supposed to be a huge coming out summer for us especially like getting out there on the road we were touring all over the country mm. um you know that was big uh we just lost two more gigs yesterday in wisconsin and i just hung my head you know oh, I, I used gosh. to cry over it now i'm just like oh there goes thousands of dollars yeah and all the fans that we were gonna gain and mm. it was pretty big gig so um hopeful that we're going to get to play like Carolina Country Music Fest, but honestly, I don't know if it's going to happen. And that's the big one with Darius Rector and Eric Church and Liz Holmes, and that's in September in South Carolina. But yeah. the way things are going, I'm just not sure. So right, yeah. You 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 said something interesting uh, when talking about being on stage and that that you just love it and you live for it. And if somebody had told you that five years ago, six years ago, what would would you have? Would that have resonated at all? That you know, one day you're going to be on stage and you're going to—it's going to be the thing that you can't wait to do. And did, was that at all on your radar? Um, honestly, not really. I knew I loved being on stage, you know, from early because I loved singing at you know, I sing that anthem and you know stuff like that. So I knew I enjoyed it, but no. So I never would have thought that it would become this kind of passion. It has really become like something I genuinely enjoy. Like mm-hmm. I I look forward to it. I dream about it. Like it's it's kinda it sounds obsessive, I know, but it, it really is. It's mm. just um mm-hmm. it's become a way of life almost and um, you know, I love my family. I've got I've got two uh, two kids and it's uh I love them to death. I mean they're my number one, obviously. Um but, you know, playing music that's that's my passion in life. Yeah. Um so so, yeah, no, I did not know. And if they had said that, I'd be like, oh, I could see myself enjoying it, you know. But really, that started coming to fruition about two and a half years ago when yeah. I realized, you know, wow, um, I actually really enjoy this. We played our first gig. I guess it was two years ago we played our first gig because we worked for a year on this album before we went out and played. And um, I thought that was not very good. I mean, I sang great, but my showmanship wasn't terrific, right? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was our first gig, and I... I hadn't been on stage since I, I was young. So, um, and not in this aspect. I'm just standing there and singing and everything sure. being perfect. Yeah. And my guitarist pulled me aside afterwards and he was like, if that's how you're going to perform, this isn't going to work. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, you sing so great. And I'm thinking, well, I sing great. But I didn't put on a show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the next day we played a different festival. I came back and I killed it. I mean, I was just like, I was like, I'll show him. And from that <laughs> moment on, he kind of created a monster. So if you come to one of our shows, I'm not that girl that stands there with my guitar and sings. You know, I'm running around, jumping around. You know, there's it's a, there's a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, and I think that's a huge part of what we do and why we get booked and why, you know, people 
enjoy it. You know, he always said, you don't go to listen to a band, you go to see a band. Sure, right. It's right. true, because you can be on and drive down the road and listen to them. Right. But you go to see a band. Like, yeah, you want to hear great music, but at the same time, like, for me, watching the show is, is super important. Of course, so yeah, the environment, the atmosphere, all of it, yeah. Every, exactly, and I want to make that great for everybody that's out there watching us. So, um, so yeah, put everything into it when I'm on stage. I mean, I'm not sick when we get done with every show because I just the whole time am giving 110. Yeah. percent I think it's so important. I, I've seen so many bands. Uh, Matchbox Twenty is my favorite band of all time. Rob Thomas, I think, is one of the best performers ever. Yep. And I, I paid, you know, I'll never forget 400 dollars. I think to sit front row to watch them. Wow. I've been waiting my whole life. And he sweated on me. Like, he was so <laughs> in it. And, and like, it was, I mean, I was, it was just, like, the most intense thing. Now, normally, I would think that was really gross. Yep. But in the moment, it was just, yeah. I want to be like that. Because people couldn't take their eyes off of it. I mean, it was just incredible. And I'm thinking, that's that's what I want to give to this. So, yeah, 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 I'm pretty passionate about the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Great entertainers learn from great entertainers. I mean, you can't, uh, there's obviously raw talent, but it has to be cultivated. And so, yeah, that's cool. I love that story. Um, uh, Tell me about Diamonds and Whiskey. When did that happen? Um, So uh, about three years ago, I I really wanted to to play some music. And I had went out a couple years before that and played some covers um, with a guy, but um, kind of had let that go, but I was missing it, and I had a port in my chest at the time. I've got Lyme disease, that's a whole other story, but I've been battling that my whole life. But mm. uh, about three years ago, I had a port in my chest, I was going through IV therapy, four hours a day. Wow. Um, I was pretty sick, and I thought, well, gosh, if I could just play some music, it would make me feel better, you know? Um, so I put out a Craigslist ad, and that's how I got Scott Bumper, he's a guitarist on the <laughs> album. And, um, we just started playing, and we thought we were going to play some cover gigs. And again, then I brought all these songs in, and it just turned into this. Um, but the name Diamonds and Whiskey, um, isn't, people think there's like a duo or something. It's not. Um, it's really just more about me, I guess, because I feel like I'm two different people. Or, mm. you know, I'm a woman, so I'm a little crazy. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, just, I, um, I'm very much a country girl, but, you know, I might be in my stilettos one day, and the next day I might be in my old boots, you know. Mm-hmm. So the name's really about being able to be whatever it is that you are and being comfortable yeah, in that. Um, cool. So it's something that's glamorous, but but tough, you know. Um, so I've been through a lot in my life. But if you see me at a show, I've, I'm probably wearing way too much makeup and glitter on my eyes and, mm. you know. Um, so, um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really cool name that people remember and um, has branded well for us. And I think it stands out usually when we're on the list with, with a bunch of other band names. So, um, so yeah, it just kind of stuck. And that's where it started. And now, you know, band members have came and went um, over time. But I kind of just have been the face of the band and, yeah. and the songwriter. So it just kind of carries on. I just keep carrying that torch. Yeah. So, and that. Yeah, so, um, and I love it, and, and the whole thing for me is about empowering other people, um, women and men, but mm-hmm. if you listen to the album, I mean, it's about, about being a badass, not yeah. getting up every day and, and kicking the day in the butt, That's you know? That's good. That's good. We all need a little of that these days. Absolutely. I feel like especially right now, God, yeah. it's so hard for so many people, and um, definitely, definitely want to inspire others to yeah. keep on, keep going. So the album that is out is the is your the only one you have recorded as Diamonds and Whiskey, is that correct? 
Yes, so that album is Heartbreak Queen. Um, and, yeah, there's 10 songs on that album. We actually took one off that were 11, but there's 10 songs on the album. It's produced by Dale Penner. He, I don't know if you've heard of him or not. He's the award-winning producer. He did Nickelback. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. Couple albums, uh-huh. um, yeah, so we're really blessed to get to work with him. He's actually going to produce our second album, um, which is in the works right now. Uh, I've got about 14 songs for that. We'll be narrowing that down. Um, but yeah, we're gonna, we've recorded some songs outside of that. I got a song in a film this year, Walk On, um, is the name of that song, and that was my first song that has been a film, so I'm really excited about that. And then, uh, we covered Devil Went Down to Georgia. Um, our How timely is that? Up. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I know, I know. So, it's funny, I checked our streams yesterday on Spotify, and the, that one shot up. Um, I'm sure it obviously. did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so sad. But um, yeah, I'm a huge Charlie Daniels fan. So we've got that out there. And then we're getting ready to release another song that's on the album. And this is one I actually did not write. Um, it was sent to us, and uh, we were asked to record it by a big rock band over in Norway. Hmm. Um, so we're going to drop that August 1st. And it looks like we'll probably be touring with them in New Zealand and Australia next year. So um, Wow, that's cool. So yeah, we've got some stuff going on outside of the album. Um, that I'm excited about. I feel like right now all we can do is push our music, yeah, you know, and sure. put out put out songs. We're going to drop singles all summer, um, you know, just do the best we can to keep people entertained and yeah. engaged, and we can get on the road. And the new one is out now. Is that Hooks? Is that the one that's out? Yes, yeah, so the Hooks is out, um, and it is it's a blues song. Um, if you listen to the album, you'll find everything from blues to Americana, rock to country on there. Um, right. So this song is is a blues song. Um, <laughs> funny story behind this. I was at the chiropractor, Dr. Steve. That was my chiropractor. <laughs> and um, he's a funny guy. I love him to death. But he's got hazel eyes. And um, he was talking about how great he is because, you know, we joke or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, I've got hazel eyed hooks and bombshell good looks. That's what he said to okay. me. <laughs> and I was like, I am totally using that line. So I took it and I wrote a song around it. And that's where hooks came from. Okay. I like to tell that story. Um, yeah. People are like, did you write that about yourself? I'm like, no, I'm not that conceited. But, <laughs> <laughs> but people love this song. Anywhere we play in Western North Carolina or South Carolina, people sing this song back to me. They just love it. Yeah, um, so awesome. it's a simple song, but it's a, a fun one. And it's been picked up by lots of blue stations right now. So we're, um, yeah, I wasn't planning to release it, but not like this anyway, but I don't know. It's been requested so much. I'm like, okay, we'll throw it on out there. But yeah. we are going to release a video for it in a couple of weeks too. So that'll be fun. And you guys won the, um, 2019 Carolina music awards. Is that right? Yeah, we won the Carolina Music Awards for Country Band of the Year. Yeah, and we won that's the awesome. Carolina, Carolina Country Music Awards for uh, Single of the Year. And we're nominated this year for Entertainer of the Year, uh, Single of the Year again for Muddy Water. Um, wow. Female Vocalist of the Year. I don't know, there's a lot. Yeah, so um, it's going to be another good year for us. I'm yeah. really excited about that. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, well, congratulations for, for having. Um, not being long in the industry, you know, um, to be able to get on the scene and, and come out that quick with that kind of recognition says a lot for, for what you guys do as a band and, and your music. So congratulations. That's, that's really killer. Thank you. I've worked really, really hard at this. It's been a day in and day out thing. I yeah. think sometimes people look at musicians who've made it and they're like, Oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, no, they put a lot of work into <laughs> yeah. it. It takes, constant work yeah. um it's just everyday manager publicist social media manager you know just 
looking at just all day, every day, there's something new to yeah. talk to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. So if, if people want to pick up a copy of the current record, want to follow you guys, keep in touch with what's going on, look forward to the new record, what's the best way to get in touch? Um, so Facebook and Instagram are two, you know, big ones. Uh, Facebook is Diamonds and Whiskey, so and, and spelled out. And then Instagram is Diamonds and Whiskey Official. Um, and then we're on Twitter as Diamonds and Whiskey. We actually started our Twitter not long ago. I figure enough people are tweeting about other things, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, and we just got a TikTok. I didn't even know this existed. I just started our TikTok. I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much funny stuff on there. Um, so you can find our music on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, um, Amazon Music, pretty much anywhere. You just, you just Google it. It'll pop right up. Yeah. Um, and then YouTube, of course. we got lots of videos. Good. Um, yeah. Good. Well, thanks, Jenny. This has been awesome, and I um, I really wish you guys the best, and I, I hope you can get back on the road quickly and uh, look forward to uh, what you guys uh, got coming up new, and, and um, I wish you the best success coming up in the awards. Oh, thank you so much. So it's really nice to talk to you, and I really appreciate you having me on. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.